Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah, and thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. We have a great podcast for you. We're going to address the question today of the church. When did it begin? Who is it? How do I get in it? I think you're going to love this show because we're going to tackle a verse that, in my humble opinion, is the most neglected verse in ecclesiology. Acts 7.38 So stay tuned with me and put on your seatbelts until the ride comes to a complete stop. Keep in mind that this is a midrash and not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself. And I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of Messiah. So the church, what, what, what does this term mean? Church. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding this term, uh, but let me just, you know, kind of say some general things related to the term. Uh, the term church, it comes from a Greek word that by the third century of the common era precisely meant, quote unquote, belonging to the Lord. That's what the word means. That's what it's come to mean, I should say. It's a technical term that means belonging to the Lord. So here's some questions. Who specifically is it that belongs to the Lord? When you think of the word church, belonging to the Lord, who specifically is it that belongs to the Lord? Whom has he gathered to himself? And when did he gather to himself? And then probably the most important question is, how do I get in, right? So let's begin with my outrageous opinion of the most neglected verse in ecclesiology, Acts chapter 7 and verse 38. Let's jump into the fray. Let me read this verse to you. This is the one who is in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. He received living oracles to give to us. Now, Stephen's the one that's speaking here, and he's given a testimony before some pretty powerful people who ultimately, in the end of his testimony, they're, they're going to murder him. They're going to stone him. And uh, in his, in his uh, apologetic on who Yeshua is, who the Messiah is, he's referencing a part of Israel's history going all the way back to Mount Sinai. And so when it says this is the one, it's a reference to Moses. You can go look up the, 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 the immediate context of verse 38. This is a reference to Moses. This Moses, this is the one, Moses, who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. He received living oracles to give us. Now, the part of the, the verse that I want to look at is this this word that we have uh, in, in the text that we translate as congregation. This is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness. 
The word congregation here is based on a Greek word. It's translated from a Greek word. The Greek word is ecclesia or ecclesia. This is the Greek word that's here in the text that we translate with the English word congregation. The congregation in the wilderness. Now, this is from the English Standard Version. They, those translators choose the English word congregation to translate ecclesia. So what does ecclesia mean? This Greek word ecclesia means assembly. S- simply stated, assembly. So think about this. Here are several translations uh, that translate Acts chapter 7 and verse 38 from Greek into English. The CJB. This is the man who was in the assembly in the wilderness. The CEV. Moses brought our people together in the desert. The ERV. This same Moses was with the gathering of God's people in the desert. Then the GNT. He is the one who was with the people of Israel assembled in the desert. So we have, we have this Greek word being translated as congregation, assembly, uh, uh, together, uh, gathering, uh, the word assembled in the GNT. It's, it's fascinating when you think of the ramifications of, of these translations. But one of the most popular English translations, it uses the word church to translate ecclesia. That's right. The King James is one of those translations, but the King James 21st century translation states this. Acts chapter 7, verse 38. This is he who was in the church in the wilderness. Amazing, isn't that? Who in the church in the wilderness was with the angel who spoke on Mount Sinai with our fathers, the one who received living oracles to give unto us. Wow. The church in the wilderness. Based on the the Greek word, ekklesia. Now, is that a fair and honest translation? (laughs) Absolutely. Solid in every way. Now, the ramifications are staggering. The implications are just absolutely fascinating. So let's go back and look at this church, quote-unquote, in the wilderness that was led by Moses. This takes us all the way back to Exodus chapter 19. This is the antecedent theology of this concept called the church. Now, in Exodus 19, Israel, whom God called out of Egypt, entered into covenant with him and became Amsegulah, his treasured people. That's right. Israel becomes the treasured people of God, the chosen people. He gathered them and brought them out of Egypt to Sinai and made them his people. He assembled them together under Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. This is the very meaning of the word ecclesia. The Torah goes on to refer to Israel as the ecclesia of the Lord. We translate it the assembly of the Lord. The Hebrew noun kahal, which means assembly, is translated as ecclesia 70 plus times in the Greek Septuagint. So what does that mean? Well, it's, it's, it's simple but profound. Israel is 
the assembly of the Lord. Israel is the called out ones, the ecclesia of the Lord, or in English, the assembly of the Lord, and most pointedly, the church of the Lord. This is Stephen's reference. The church in the wilderness is the assembly of the Lord, and it is none other than Israel. Always was and always will be. Now, now that that is something that no one's talking about today. I, I guarantee you that's a hot potato that no one wants to touch. But let's let's move on. Let's let's answer the next question. When did the church begin? Everyone says, well, it, it began at Pentecost. That's right, it did. But not Acts chapter two, not that Pentecost, but the first Pentecost, which actually happened in Exodus 19 again. See, the Lord's church began at the first Pentecost at Sinai under Moses. It was not very faithful to the Lord and fell over and over again into paganism and idolatry. But God had a plan. He would send his son to save her and to build her up. That's right. Yeshua stated to Jewish believers in Matthew 16, quote unquote, I will build my church. And guess what the Greek word is here that translates at that the that translators translate as church. Yeah, you got it. Ecclesia. I will build my ecclesia. That's the connecting point when you think about it with the Greek Septuagint. Going back to the Hebrew word kahal, the called out ones, the ones whom God assembled at Sinai. Now that's that's a later show. Hopefully we can get more into uh, Matthew 16 in a later show. We'll see. But suffice it to say, Israel has always been the church. And God sent his son to save her and build her up and restore the covenants of promise to her. This is the church I belong to. That's right. I belong to the church in the wilderness, to believing Israel, to the faithful remnant of Israel. That's my church. The church of God that began 3,500 years ago in the wilderness under the leadership of Moses. By the way, what church do you belong to? When did it start? Interesting when you think about it, right? Yeah. And and depending on what church you identify with and when it started, it has all kinds of ramifications for your life and how that's played out, and how that impacts and influences uh, your paradigm, your mindset. Let me conclude with this. I want to challenge you. Challenge you to take a hard look at Acts chapter 7 and verse 38. Look into the historical and cultural background to this text. You'll be amazed. Survey the antecedent theology of the term ecclesia and kahal. Then make the adjustments in your paradigm. Make the changes in your mindset. You will never be the same. Connect with the phenomenon of Messianic Judaism. That's right, Messianic Judaism, the Judaism of Messiah. You will find it in Jewish and Gentile forums, in Messianic Jewish congregations and Messianic Gentile congregations, and also Messianic congregations that are both Jewish and Gentile in their forms. It's a great diversity within this movement, but we encourage you to connect with one of these congregations and begin to be informed 
with the roots of your faith. Well, shalom, my brothers and sisters. That concludes our program for this week. Special thanks to our great King, Yeshua the Messiah, and to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. I want to thank those who give consistently uh, large sums of money, significant sums of money to us. Thank you. And for all of those that are giving $5, 10 and, and $20, you might think that that's insignificant. It's not, because it, it, it all adds up. Together, it becomes a big deal. So for those that are big givers and small givers, for those that pray a lot and those that pray a little, together, you are making a difference. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now, pray with us, give financially, and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. And until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www.graftedin.com. God bless you and shalom.